Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books, from fiction to self-help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorshow.com. That's theauthorshow.com. And now, let the show begin. Hello and welcome back to the show. This is your host, Don McCauley. Today, we're welcoming the program author, Benny Mailman, and he is the author of Finding 42, Cut the Rope. Before I bring in today's guest, a quick reminder that selected interviews are available on our iPhone app, which can be downloaded in the App Store, as well as on TV on the Roku channel and Amazon Fire TV. Our app name on all platforms is simply The Author Show. Benny, how are you? I'm doing great, Don. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about yourself, please. Well, tomorrow is my birthday. I will be turning 51. I live here in Siem Reap, Cambodia with my wife, Vicheka. And I was a Marine from 18 to 22 years of age and served in Japan. I received my bachelor's degree in communications from the University of Wisconsin-La Crosse. And then I pursued a comedy career in New York City, Los Angeles, and Las Vegas for about the next 10 years. So tell us about your book. Well, Finding 42 has just been an absolute joy to write. It's been an adventure writing about my adventure. I wrote the book for adventure enthusiasts, curious spiritualists, and I feel that I'm kind of a grounded middle is what I say. So I speak in a voice that people can relate to, kind of the common man, so to speak, of writing. I had incredible experiences in this book, talking about Luo Young China, and Finding 42 is what I call a book of fire from my soul. This book is entirely me. It will keep readers warm through the winter, and it can be used. What I'm hoping is that this book will reignite and rekindle fires in people's souls for their sense of adventure also. So who did you write the book for specifically? Who's your target audience? My target audience is really those people that are looking for answers. A lot of time readers may ask questions like, why am I here? This reality that I'm in, how can I change it? This book answers that question. This is for readers, I would say, that are searching for a spiritual kind of a reawakening or a new path, a new path in life. I would say ages about 18 to about 60, mainly my pop culture references will definitely be for people about age 40 to age 60 and definitely more with the males at that age. So could you say there's any type of central message or perhaps underlying theme that you would say runs throughout your book? The underlying theme in Finding 42 is we are all connected. We are all, I use the word universe a lot, and I capitalize the word universe throughout the book, and I capitalize the word love throughout the book, regardless of where it appears, because I feel that these two ideas are central in our lives, that when I was traveling, whether it was in Russia or China or Mongolia, that I was looking into the eyes of everyone from babies to men that were over 110 years old and everybody smiled and you could feel this connectedness, kind of a 
almost like a synchronization, like the universe clicking into place as you were going along and you were meeting everybody exactly that you were supposed to meet. So if you had to choose, what would you say is the single most important idea you're sharing in your book that's really going to add value to the reader's life? I would say that, Don, it's the dreamer reaching the dream. I was working, I was walking in a snowstorm one day in Denver, Colorado, and I said to myself, this can't be it. There has to be more. But I knew that it had to be me that took that step. And I did. And that's where cut the rope comes in. In order for everything to fall into place, for the wheels to start turning and the universe to accept you, you have to cut that rope. And I did. So the value in this book is kind of the blueprint for an adventurous reality created by faith and a belief that we're worth having this great journey in our lives at least one time. And the value for the readers also lies in the energy finding 42 stores within its chapters and its stories. Each one has something special and unique. The people I meet, the people I talk to, whether they are fellow travelers or whether they are people I see for three seconds through eye contact. Finding 42 is the true adventure of a lifetime. It was for me, and it will help people to see and bear witness to kindness, love, connectedness, and comical dorkiness from yours truly. If you could compare your book with any book out there we might already be familiar with, which book would it be and why? Wow, I would have to say that I really feel connected to Into the Wild by John Krakauer. Chris McCandless, the main character in that story, maybe the readers have also seen the movie, amazing. He was fed up with society. He didn't understand it. He didn't understand money. And I'm the same way. I also, in my life, have not figured out why there's so much reverence paid to money. And I, like Chris McCandless, I said, I have to cut the rope and find out what's out there. And I really feel that I associate with his spirit and saying, let's go and find out what that is. Now, you talk about our connection with each other and the universe. Can you elaborate on that a bit? Oh, definitely. The universe, to me, it's a word. People may have different perceptions of what the universe means. To me, the universe means encompassing all things, living, moving, and all the interaction that happens between us and fellow humans, animals, trees, the sunset. When we see the sunrise or the sunset, there's a feeling that people get. Um, the frost is hitting in Wisconsin, where I grew up, and people are posting pictures of these beautiful trees covered in ice that is a connection to the universe. It's tangible. It's eye contact. It's smiles. It's hugs. Everything becomes a meshing of energies that connects souls. And I really believe that it's like getting a soul key when you go uh, traveling, that even death cannot destroy this meshing of energy. It's always there. So through my travels and finding it and making eye contact with all these people and all these experiences, that to me is the connectedness of the universe. You also talk about creating your own reality. How do you actually do that? Interesting question. I have a lot of friends that also ask me, how do you live in such a reality where you feel so positive all the time? I also feel, Don, I also feel 
the negativity of people and what I choose to do in creating my own reality is stay away from those people. If you have somebody that brings you down, somebody that makes you sad, somebody that makes you feel less than the awesome person that you are, then you need to get away from them. You need to surround yourself with positive people. When I said cut the rope, it was a little bit easier for me because I'm single and I was self-employed. So maybe people can't take these big trips, but you can still create your own reality within your own life. Get away from the bad energy, little bit by little bit. I thought about this in creating my own reality, that it's like you have a scale and there's that one stubborn piece, grain of sand that you move from the thought side of your life to the action side. And you start actually being active in making your life and your reality, your own reality. You rode a horse bareback in Mongolia. Tell us about that. <laughs> oh, fire horse. When I was in Mongolia, I had this thing, Don, where I wanted to be true to my adventure. I did not know for sure when I started this adventure that I would write a book. I kept a journal, a daily journal, just in case. And this is by far one of the scariest moments. By scary, I mean absolute fun. I was on a horse. I went horseback riding in Mongolia with some fellow travelers, and my horse was slow. I was worried about my horse because when I got on it the first time, it was gnawing, and it seemed a little crazy. And I said, okay, I might be in for a ride. But I was wrong. I soon found myself, Don, about 100 yards behind everybody else on this slow horse and singing Rhinestone Cowboy by Glenn Campbell. So the young guide comes up on his fire horse, right? I swear, this horse had fire in its eyes and it breathed smoke, just like you would see in a cartoon. And he motioned for me to switch with him. And being true to the journey, I said, yes. And as I'm saying yes, my body's going, what did you just say? <laughs> so I actually needed help getting on the horse, which is, had no saddle on, no saddle. So not only I do not ride horses, I definitely have never ridden a horse bareback. So I got on this horse and Ghana, this young guide, made some sound like the wind, not like a command, just like shh. And my horse, Don, went into an Olympic sprint. And I was flying and I was holding on to the hair of this horse. And I'm looking at the ground, at the ice, at the rocks. And I'm thinking, wow, I might fall off this thing and I might have to tuck and roll. But what really might happen is I might bounce and break. <laughs> I was so afraid. And then finally, my horse slowed down. And I said, okay, okay, okay. And I'm taking a video while I'm on the horse. And then some horses fly by us. And my horse took that as a challenge to its lineage and went into an Olympic sprint again. And my video, Don, goes from the ground to the sky and I'm holding on for dear life. So that was when I got off fire horse, I looked him in the eye and said, good one. <laughs> now, where does your comedic voice come from? My comedic voice actually comes from grade school survival, Don. <laughs> When I was young, in fifth grade, number one, we had just moved from the big city to the country. My last name is Mailman. Not that kids need a reason to pick on you. And I had buck teeth. So my teeth stuck out pretty far. I was the perfect candidate to ignore and push around 
and punch once in a while. And I thought, this has to change. So my comedy, my comedic voice comes from that survival. And one time in class, in fifth grade, during science class, I set off a firecracker in class. This did not go over well at all. And my dad had some words and some actions with me when I went home. But it was so worth it, Don, because now I had been accepted. I was the funny guy. And that just stuck with me the rest of my life. In your opinion, who should buy your book? The people that should buy my book are anybody who is bored with this life, anybody that's asking that question. I would say age-wise, I would look at between 18 to 50, male, females have really liked my book, but they haven't been a strong demographic for me. But anybody that's looking for hope right now, of all the times in my tomorrow, 51 years of being on this planet, we are in some dire times right now. And I feel that. And I feel incredibly sad at moments. And I think a lot of people are feeling that. So if people buy this book, this adventure, Don, in regular times can prove difficult. But right now it's almost impossible. Maybe it is impossible to actually reach all the places that I did. So this book will guide people, it will give people hope, and it will show them that if you jump in your dream and you cut the rope, these things can happen for you. Do you have a website? Yes, sir. BenZen42.com. B-E-N-Z-E-N-42.com. And from that website, you can also get to my Facebook page. And I have not started my Buzzsprout, my podcast, but you will be able to reach my podcast and my Facebook page and my Instagram, all from BenZen42.com. This has been just great. Our guest today has been Benny Mailman, and he is the author of Finding 42, Cut the Rope. Benny, thanks very much for being with us today. Thank you, Don. It has been an honor. Thank you so much. This is Don McCauley wrapping up another edition of The Author Show. Go out there, buy the book today, and please share this interview with your friends so that they, too, have the opportunity to discover our guests and their work. The Author Show can be accessed at any time at theauthorshow.com. Selected interviews can also be found on major platforms like Amazon Fire TV, the Roku Channel, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, and many more. And whether you're an author who would like to be featured or a reader in search of new books to read, The Author Show is a great place to start. Check us daily as we continue to introduce wonderful authors of very interesting books on The Author Show. Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorsshow.com. Theauthorsshow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.